Boston. Man. Boston. One of the greatest albums in the history of classic rock. I gotta tell you, man, when you're right, you're right. I finally downloaded I bought it today, and man, I listened through it twice today. Start that is to finish. What, I forgot about all of these songs. I told that you. That is one of my favorite songs ever made, dude. That is like the mantra to my life, dude. I, that is, anybody <laughs> out there who's just like in the grind, just listen to that song, man. That is. I wasn't woo. kidding. Every single song is a radio hit, more than a feeling, peace of mind. It starts with time. more than a feeling. Yes! And then yes. goes into peace of mind. Dude. Yes, dude. Come Ends on. with let me take you home tonight. What a oh, classic, dude. man. Yes, dude. In the middle there, you got smoking. It's only eight songs. Hitch it a is... ride. Rick, rock and roll band. Dude, it's one of the greatest albums rock of all time, band. man. <laughs> Yo, it's like nine bucks. Buy it. it, it you won't regret it if you like rock. Man, Boston. I, um, <clears throat> I have an original. One of the most on- underrated, <laughs> most underrated band, dude. You were right. So I'm gonna say this second album not very good, and this uh, not as good. And the this Boston Boston was kind of like a pet project between two guys, and they put together this demo, and for the most part, it, it's one or a guy and another dude wrote the whole album. It's just a genius piece of work, and they kind of all flow. It just feels like one song. Yes, honestly. it is just like an operatic masterpiece uh, in yeah. in the rock universe, and it's just such a perfect album. I have an original print purchased from the Rolling Stone uh, in Chicago uh, of Whoa. Boston, Boston on vinyl uh, from the uh, the uh, Uncle Garlito back home. <sighs> I bet it uh, sounds amazing on vinyl. It is, well, from 1975, so uh, it's a little crispy. It's got that crispy, uh, you, uh, you know, that, though, the crackle. The, yeah. yeah, the crackles, <laughs> man. That's what does it. It sounds still uh, beautiful, and it, it's just uh, such a great album, man. It's one of my all-time favorites. Again, start to finish. One of the few. It's up there with Dark Side of the Moon. You know, there's just... Oh, yeah. No, it had me, dude. It had me thinking, like, when was the last album that came out that I could just rock through the whole thing? You know? Every song, man. Like, you know the words to every song. Words. You could sing the song. I literally looked at that list, it. dude. I was like, oh, more than a feeling. And then the rest of them, I'm like, I, I ne- Frank, what the fuck? I never heard <laughs> any of these songs. It's like, oh, rock and roll band? I got all right. No, dude, that fucking rock, those songs, you'll remember them. <laughs> All fucking of them. rocker. Top 10 hits, man. I'm telling you right now, just uh, what a fantastic album. Back then, though, you had to make, like, a good album. You know, like, start to finish, it had to be something rocking or entertaining, dude. Now, like, I don't know. I mean, Taylor Swift. You know Swift. what it is, man? It's like that album. <laughs> you feel It's like when you go to work. And you got a guy that's working, and you can just tell he he loves what he does. He takes pride in what he does, and he does a good job. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And then next to him is the guy who doesn't want to be there. He's just collecting a paycheck. It's just it feels like the artists of today are just collecting their paychecks. Yes, you know for sure. Like I feel like Boston, Boston. Like even if they weren't making money, they would have made Boston, Boston. You know? Well, yeah. Did you read into the album at all? They um. I'm a plumber. I don't read, man. Come on. They so they essentially they recorded the demo and they brought it to Epic Records and they agreed to like have them re-record it um, at their studio and these dudes refused and you know did all this stuff and they basically just self-recorded this album 
you know, and like, yeah, wow, just dude, this is like old schools back in the day, man. Like, yes. I don't know, bands just had to they put out stuff that they were like, um, crafting in their minds, and then you know, mind melding together and creating something beautiful together, and like, that, that's just like, uh. Are we getting that action now? It doesn't feel like it, man. You know, maybe that's why nobody cares about the writer's strike and the actor's strike. You forgot. You always forget. <laughs> but nobody really cares because what creative geniuses are we losing right now? None. Yeah, good call. N- nothing good out there. Like, if the musicians right now, if musicians of America or, you know, whatever, pop world, like, if the Taylor Swifts and everyone were like, we're not... We're not making any music. We're going on strike. Like, maybe that's better. Maybe we'd have a bunch of garage bands finally come out of nowhere and write some real music, like, from the heart, from the soul. Get some, get some Louie Louie. Maybe we can live in a world again where someone like Quentin Tarantino can throw together an indie flick. Yeah. And, and it's uh-huh. like, it's just, we, the movies suck. The, the music sucks. It all sounds like it's written by AI. I don't know. We need some more did Boston you, Boston in this world. Did you see that, like, Disney Marvel five-stage plan? Well, I read today that Igor, Igor, what's the, uh, Bob Igor? He, um, he's, like, the CEO of Disney, uh, apparently came out and said that they're cutting back and scaling down a lot of the Disney Plus stuff, and they're going to pull back on the Marvel content, and, you know, it sounds like they, um have been dropping some big stinkers lately, and they're not making as much money as they thought they would. Did you see, like, the their whole plan? No, I, I didn't actually. Yo, dude, you, you gotta look this up. It's fucking amazing. Anybody who hasn't seen it. So, like, they laid this out years ago. Years ago. You know how we keep saying, like, this is all a new thing? Matt Damon did his whole thing where he was like... Well, you know, Netflix and streaming, it really cut into the revenue, and we can't do that. <laughs> That's right. Can't sell as many theaters and the DVD sales. and it, Bro, bullshit. All of the dude, they had this, like, five-phase plan. We're like, okay, phase one, you're going to do, uh, you're going to do Captain America, you're going to do Thor, and you're going to do the first Avengers movie. And then phase two, that's when we're going to bring in Loki. Oh, right. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I For mean? sure. And yeah. then yeah. we're going to go, you know, they had this whole when thing. The different and we are now in stage out. five. So, <laughs> is that really where we're at? Wow, man. So I think I missed three stages, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what. That, so if it feels like we've been re- watching the same movies, it's because we have. This has been <laughs> a plan forever. Look, this is what Disney is coming out with this year and next year. You have Loki season two. All right. You have, you have the Marvels. Uh, all right. <laughs> Daredevil: Born Again. Who? Deadpool three. Yeah. Captain America: Brave New World. What? <laughs> Blade is coming back wow. with a movie in twenty twenty five. Like, dude, they. This is all part of the plan. There's still going to be another Avengers, I think. Oh man! So they're um they're geared up for. Quite a few flicks over the next few years, and then I imagine some of those are going to be television shows on the Disney Plus. You know, uh, I I assume maybe they're into that. Are they making money? I just don't. I don't no, know. dude, did you hear about Ironheart? Uh, who? <laughs> oh my god, Frank! I can't believe you didn't hear about this because this is everything you talked about. 
Oh my, yes! I can't wait. Okay. The actor's name is Dominique Thorne. So you go ahead and guess the race on that one. I, uh, uh, I'm going to leave it, I'm going to let it hang, and we'll all guess together <laughs> in silence. Keep, sure, keep she's the, a good Irish girl. Keep it on uh, the level. <laughs> a young genius. All right. This, this little girl, little black girl. Yeah, young I, genius. Box check, box who, check. Who, in the comics... Made her own version of the Iron Man suit. That's right. <laughs> She's now got her own series on Disney's Plus. Didn't this chick appear in the Black Panther 2 movie that Black came Panther, out? Black Panther, you nailed it! So you did watch the movie! I saw a bit of it. I did not complete it. I think I turned it on and then I couldn't go on. It's too sad. It's heartbroken. Yeah, it was Chadwick. Uh, so... Oh. <laughs> oh, and they're coming back with a new Hulk, too. That's part of five. They've replaced the Hulk three times, but then Chadwick Boseman dies, and they're like, no, we can't replace that actor. Like, they, you, Oh, the, good call. Like, they also replaced um, the, the other call. black dude, the guy who plays War Machine. He was originally one guy in the first Iron Man, and then he was Don Cheadle. Actually, Don Cheadle, though, Mike. You're going to love that one. <laughs> Mel Brooks gave him some time off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. It's so crazy. Like they've replaced so many actors and they might as well at this point phase at phase 10, just redo all the previous movies just with new actors. Nobody will care. They're redoing Harry Potter next year. No. Yeah, they're making it a series. They're recasting. It's all this whole new thing. They're just gonna redo the whole the whole shebang. Oh. And what do you mean? It's like ten every ten years they re they reboot. We've been going through this for the last twenty years, man. Come on, oh, dude. I know. If I see Spider Man get bit by the spider one more time. Oh, Jesus of course Christ. it's coming. You know. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yes, they're gonna reboot Spider Man. Of course. Well, no, they're, even talk- they're even talking about like uh, they're gonna bring Iron Man back. Dude, I didn't even know he died. <laughs> yeah, he died, that. so he will. A uh, spoiler alert for anyone out there. Apparently, but, uh, he's coming back because it's like a multiverse thing where they're gonna like yeah, travel the, through time. They're gonna do that with the, it's Dude, just yeah, it's come too much, on, guys. Come on now. Well, now Disney they acquired the rights to the X Men. That's why you just uh, listed off the Deadpool with Wolverine Dude, movie. Do- do you know what movie I sat down and watched the other day? I'm excited. Old Country for No Men. God wow. damn, can we come out with a movie like that? Oh, that's what we've been talking they about, man. Even, yeah, absolutely. They don't even talk. <laughs> that's right. There's like no dialogue in that whole movie. <laughs> Woody Harrelson has the most dialogue. He says five <laughs> words at the end of the movie before he gets shot. It's insane. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, uh, the movie came out twenty years ago. Well, you gotta throw it out. <laughs> Great there. fucking movie, dude. That guy is insane. That is. You're insane talking about uh, Javier Bardem. Javier. Yeah, he plays. What um, a good actor. Dude. Yeah, the the that uh, scene bounty hunter. when he's in the gas station and he makes the guy flip the coin. That is, man, it's giving me chills just thinking about it. Yeah, it's a what sweaty a scene. scene. There's no doubt about it. it it's um. That's a rough one to get through. I, that's and then last night I watched movies. Saving Private Ryan. Wow, you're getting Man. through all the intense, long epics from <laughs> the last 20 years, man. Give me wow. them double VHSs, you know? Yeah, you're, that's right. I remember the days of the double VHS, man. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to hit up Shawshank Redemption tonight. <laughs> get busy living. 
Is he dying, Frank? <laughs> that was Don Cheadle's best role. See. <laughs> <laughs> Don Cheadle's a busy man. No doubt about it. Throughout time, too. Like, we're talking decades of work. This man's catalog, very impressive. He must know Epstein, because he's a vampire. That guy is. Oh, man, well, this is wild stuff. I I didn't know. I I thought they were scaling back over at Disney and with the Marvel stuff. I, I was reading that they lost, it seems like, a lot of money recently. Um, I read an article today about how Disney World, it, uh, it was in, I think it was in CNN, actually. They are talking about Disney World being completely empty and they're having issues getting people going to, you know, Did to you see parks. the prices, Frank? No, I did not, actually. Yo, you got a family, you got a family of four, just two kids. Uh, you're, you're thousands of dollars a day. Like, um... Just for the food and to get, I mean, just for the hotel and to get into the park. Yeah, I was going to say, I understand that you have to buy these passes, and then on top of it, you have to pay for everything else in the park, right? And then then from what I hear from the dads is you buy this pass for like $300. I don't know if it's really $300, but it's like probably more now just because your employees are being paid $20 an hour with health insurance, right? So they're jacking up the price everywhere. And uh, apparently, Oh my god, it's four hundred and twenty for the day. That's an expensive day. <laughs> is, for, is that okay, one ticket? Can... Are we talking like the family pass? You can bring no, no, in the youngins, no. yeah, half price maybe. Dude, it is four twenty per person per day. But you could do a three day, and then we only charge you three sixty per person per day. I like how Disney still a classic stoner. Four twenty on the price. Come on that now, hey nice. oh, oh yeah, hey. all Dude, right. <laughs> what is that? Sixteen, sixteen eighty. If you got a family of four, you got seventeen hundred dollars just for the tickets to get into the park. Man, that is just and, an absolutely unaffordable for everybody. And then what? From what I hear from the from the fathers is that's just to get you into this park, and then every line is like six hours. So, so <laughs> you got to buy the speedy pass. No! Four speedy passes. Oh, and now no. you're... I forgot what he said. One of the guys was saying it's like you can either buy the speedy pass for the day or, or, or you got to buy it per ride. So what you like, is, go there, you buy a... Dude, you go there and you buy your spot in line. What a scam. This is why um, when you're ki- you have these kids, right? Hide them from anything Disney. So they don't get... They don't see it. They don't get attracted to it, and then you can avoid having oh. to take them to the theme park. My kids are going to have Bugs Bunny on the fucking wall, because we're going to goddamn Great America. Six Flags, yeah. <laughs> 30 bucks. Yeah, I'm going to Six Flags. Fuck Disney, dude. That's uh, insane, man. They were saying you, uh, you, it was so deserted that the wait time in the lines dropped from, like, 45 minutes to 25 minutes. Wow, so if you could afford it, now's the time to go. Now's the time to go. It's not popular, right? They were trying to frame it in a lot of ways, as in people aren't going there because of the political scene and Ron DeSanctimonious and, you know, all the other nonsense. But really, you know, the truth is everyone's broke and everything else is way too expensive to go do. So you're right on the money there. We're going to take the kids to, you know, 
Six Flags up in Gurney, or maybe if we're a little bit richer, we're going to swing up north to Wisconsin Dells. Oh, the Dells, man. I bet the Dells is popping these days. Nobody's in Disney World, but everyone's probably in the Dells. You know what's really funny is you don't realize how much of a Midwest thing that is. Wisconsin uh, Dells, dude. Like in the Army, I remember just being like, yo, the Wisconsin Dells, and like only people from, like people from the Midwest Know the know the Wisconsin. What's Dells. the radius there? Like I gotta probably guess, you know, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin. So Iowa, it's Illinois. whoever's closer to the Dells <laughs> than an ocean. Wherever that, wherever that center point is between Wisconsin Dells and an ocean, that seems to be the line. That's why. Uh, well, that's why Wisconsin people don't understand this that aren't from that area, which is Wisconsin is such a wonderful place to go visit. You got all the lakes and everything, and it's just lakes, kind of uh, you get you get the water and you feel no, like, like disappear. Dude, imagine a guy from California it never really left California, dude, because there's so much to do in California. You know, that's right. He's, lo- he's looking at you and he's like, Wisconsin Dell. There's a town in Wisconsin. They just built a bunch of water slides and, and go karts. Tracks. Yeah, don't forget the go karts. <laughs> there's stuff for adults too, bro. <laughs> You know that shitty circus that comes to your town every year? Yeah, they built a whole town around it. They're all year round. The carnies just live there. It's incredible. Fantastic. (laughs) So much meth. Lots of horse. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Top notch, too. Most of them got all their teeth. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, Wisconsin Dells, it's like every motel has got that yellow tinge to it. You know, like I, I'm, I'm like dying to go back as an adult because I can't even imagine what it looks like from an adult's eyes. Well, from thinking. a kid's eyes, all you see is that fucking three story water slide. You know what I mean? Oh, you yeah, don't even it's the notice thing ever. Come on, it's, it's the greatest thing a kid's ever seen, man. If you're a kid in the Midwest, Wisconsin Dells was the highlight of your childhood. I didn't get to go to the Bahamas. That's right, dude. Or Hawaii. I didn't get to go down that slide. Remember that slide, dude? Everybody talked oh, yeah. about that slide in the Bahamas. Uh-oh. It goes into the ocean. You go into the tube. It's like I went to fucking King Tut slide in Wisconsin Dells. All right. Yeah, and it's 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 a doozy. All right, it's a good time. Everybody has a good time on King Tut. All right, don't you? Nah, it goes outside and then comes back inside. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Amazing. No, the Dells. Uh, I was when I was reading through uh, about <laughs> Disney World. You know, kind of being abandoned by uh, the fans and not, you know, again, I think it's just an affordability thing. People are broke. Uh, but I, all I can think is, man, places like the Dells and Six Flags must be popping, man. Because it same thing with like, uh, you know, the Yankees are in town this weekend. Same time as Taylor Swift is here. It's absolute pandemonium downtown. There's no parking anywhere already. The Swifties were blocking traffic. It was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but you know they can't drive. <laughs> exactly. You talk about the New Yorkers or the Swifties? Uh, we'll the say Swifties. both. Yeah. Or, yeah. Both okay. Both. Yeah. Go with that. But no. The, the so at least the Swifties don't yell at you while they're driving like an asshole. <laughs> That's right. They're too busy singing along. Right? Is there so the anything Swifties. worse than a New Yorker? Well, I mean, well, yeah. No, I like some New Yorkers. You know, there's some. Uh, some good people uh, out there, a few of them. I, I don't dig on New York too much because they prosecuted that retired Marine that nobody wants oh, to talk about anymore uh, for, you know, oh, holding back that Michael Jackson impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> 
who loved to impersonate the guy who violently choked that sweet innocent Michael Jackson impersonator? That's right. He just loved to impersonate Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Tell the little boys. Yeah, that's great. just saw this report out of california after after decades of devoting millions and millions almost billions of dollars to homeless they found out frank it's just it might just be unsolvable wow i was seeing some of that also out there yeah it's just an unsolvable thing npr had a piece i think today it was about how you know five ways that we could you know help curve homelessness or something like that. Yeah, I think it was the NPR. Yeah. Where they talked about how like, well, the homeless, I know the, I know you want to fix the homeless, but first we got to go after the people building homes. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do just make everybody homeless. Then we're all homeless and nobody's judging. Well, first of all, why are the homes so expensive? Oh, uh, what's that? Because everybody's getting paid six figures for flipping burgers. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you know what place the Rockies are in? Last. Last I'll save uh, you. Yeah. I'll save you the uh, suspense. They are one of the worst teams. They will be. Uh, the Yankees are in town, and normal tickets that would be $12 for any other team are $70. Wow. It's unreal to me. That's still pretty cheap. Well, I'm talking nosebleed-ish, outfield. Mm. To be fair, pretty much every seat is good, you know, there at the Rocky Stadium, but last place team, all that money for these tickets. I was seeing a ton of tickets online still for sale. I think that people are very disappointed this year that the Yankees uh, aren't going to be giving them the big paychecks they were hoping for on these tickets. Uh Dude, let's get back to the kids being invited to the games for, like, dirt cheap or section off places for kids, man. I can't get over this. Uh, Like, baseball yeah. has just gotten so uh, expensive, Everything. man. Like, no, I'm telling you, the games now, I was checking out Broncos games. Uh, For the opening day, tickets are starting at $137. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Yeah. Like, so if you got three kids... Well, that's I'm telling you, if you have kids, you can't even go to these events, man. Like, what the hell is going on here? So, ultimately, I think what you're going to start seeing, I, I, I can almost guarantee you're going to see a lot of empty seats at the Yankees game this weekend. Or there's no way people are going to pay those prices. Those prices are going to drop. They have to. It's insane what they're charging for this thing. The Broncos game, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. Like, how could a dad go to these things? Dude, I think these minor league teams are going to start selling more tickets. You know, you have the Kane County Cougars and uh, whatnot. I'm telling you, I think I think these localized small things that used to be shitty when we were growing up are going to just start getting a lot more action because that's what people can afford to go to. Yeah, did you see the thing about the stadium seat colors? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, pay attention. You'll notice that uh, nowadays, like a lot of these professional sports teams. They're changing the colors of their seats to the darker 
So, like, if your team colors were, like, blue and yellow... Yeah, man. They were all going with the yellow. Because that's, like, the bright... You want to brighten up the plays, you know what I mean? Kind of like... Uh, but now they're all going with the blue. They're going to go with the darker color of the team colors because it doesn't show up on camera as well. Wow. It's too obvious that the stadiums aren't full. We are uh, like three years away from them having little pull strings and just an inflatable fl- uh, fan, you know, just uh, <laughs> pops up. No, no, in the see, seats. I, think, I think they're going to start doing AI fans. Like, you know, the whole, like all these extras are selling their likenesses and everything. What if they're already doing it? I mean, just imagine, uh, you know, hey, Frank, what do you, uh, you, you got that sports package or whatever that you, hey, Frank, we'll give it to you for free for a month <laughs> if we could use you in this game. Well, there's also probably at this point, I bet you there's some tech involved with maybe, you know, there's delays in games now, right? So in the broadcast, so they could probably overlay spots where they've noticed that there's nobody sitting and just like have like digital people from previous games even just cut and copied there? I don't know, man, but if you notice, these stadiums aren't <laughs> full. No, I'm telling you, they're not. The, I, you can't afford it. That's what I'm trying to say. Taylor Swift is yeah. a town again. If you want to go downtown... You disney yourself. No, we can't go. If you want to go downtown this weekend in Denver and have a good time, see a ball game, uh, and take the girl out for uh, the Yankees game, it's going to cost you two or $300. Uh, if you want to go to see the Taylor Swift concert down the street at Pepsi Center, it's going to cost you two or $3,000. Uh, like, uh. is this... What kind of world are we living in where this is the entertainment now? This is like I, I, I told you, your plumbers are getting ninety dollars an hour. That's what happens. Well, I'm gonna lay out a little secret there for everybody. Um, two weeks from now, the Oakland Athletics, the absolute worst team in the in the league, are in town here playing the Rockies. Tickets are six bucks. I don't. But Oakland, six where's, bucks. Where's, where's Jonah Hill? Bring this team back. Come on. <laughs> they're going to move to Las Vegas, I'm telling you. I think they already signed the deal. Or Did you see that fucking thing they built in Vegas? What are you, like, like a dome? Spa- spaceship? The dome that, like, it turns into an eye, it turns into the moon. Yes. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, this is a, all of this incredible imagery. This is just priming us for when they do the fake alien invasion, man. <laughs> Nobody understands this. You see those those whales they got in Saudi Arabia or the United Emirates? Have you seen that stuff? I sent the video yeah. to you, man. Yeah, it's like these AI the billboard, yeah. dude. No, this is like this shit's in the sky. They can make things happen. I was at the Dead Show last week in Boulder, and they were just showing crazy stuff with drones and making images. Man, they they're gonna fake an alien invasion. They're just getting us ready to be, you know, wowed by what's happening with lights in the sky. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Getting kind of weird. It's getting kind of weird out there. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and especially, you know, if you live in Canada and uh, you like to wear Nikes because, you know, you may be a racist. Tonight, mounting allegations over forced labor camps in China. Two major global <laughs> companies now under fire by Canada's... Ex- we went to uh, we went from fake <laughs> alien invasion to Uyghurs. I hope you guys are excited about this one. It's transition, <laughs> transition of the year. 
Tonight, mounting allegations over forced labor camps in China. Two major global companies now under fire by Canada's ethics watchdog over claims that they have benefited from labor done by Uyghurs. I believe it's pronounced uh, Canada watchdogs. <laughs> eh? Oh, eh? sorry. Uh, so, uh... It's a watchdog. <laughs> hey, it's for our Canadian fans out there. We love you. That's why we're playing this one. Uh, so, uh... I just want to put this out there, you know, I don't condone a lot of the language in this clip, and you aren't alone if you feel like you're hearing a lot of hard R's out there. From labor done by Uyghurs, an ethnic Muslim minority that for years human rights groups say have been forced to work in factories. I love how they always have to emphasize in the Uyghurs, Muslims in China, Muslims in China, Chinese Muslims, these are Asian Muslims. <laughs> Mike, that complicates things so much for our P goldfish brains we can't handle that kind of like oh i know know, i just i just i just picture i just picture uh tiger woods he's got to be a black asian right uh don't they prefer blasian or am i misunderstood on that level (laughs) i did not know there i gotta tell you until you guys became enslaved i did not know there were muslims in asia i thought that was like the beauty of asia was like like china especially that they were like so pure and like isolated no genghis khan was banging everybody like aren't we all related to genghis khan on some levels the asians man they were spreading that seed for like yeah, generations Genghis was a muslim no but i'm saying he was spreading you that seed you can't fuck that many women if you're fucking praying five times a day frank i think genghis khan probably made his way around banged a lot of different ladies maybe even fellas we don't know how they swung it that way uh that day and you know I'm just, mm. he probably hit up a few muslim Ladies down south. To be fair, that was like the uh, that was like the genius of his reign is he let you be whatever religion you were. Huh? Yeah, oh, no, touche, touche. Ging- Genghis Khan was banging all over the world, man. He was the uh, Nick Carter of his <laughs> Whoa, era. Oh, baby, I don't want you to follow my god. I just want to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to kill your husband and fuck you. That's it, man. What's going on here? <laughs> Isn't there some weird genealogical connection from like pretty much everybody to Genghis Khan? Like he he pretty it's like one out of sixteen people he, have a lineage. He banged his way through the whole world, so yeah, Chinese Muslims for sure, right? It's got to happen. I, there must be more than we could even imagine. Probably some islands out there with some, you know, Bl- Blasian Muslims. All, all right, maybe. You know, I still haven't figured out if Blasian is racist. I probably shouldn't keep saying it, but we'll uh, maybe. Yeah, we'll... I just, notice how I didn't repeat it. <laughs> oh, we're gonna bleep that one in post. Production crew, you're always letting me down. Perfect. I think you just can't say blazer. Oh, uh, it's blade, <laughs> laser, blazer. I believe that's how it goes. And so, all right, so we're talking uh, Uyghurs, uh, and uh, we'll, this this is a weird story, actually. China. A report released by the watchdog saying they received complaints by a coalition of 28 Canadian organizations alleging Nike Canada has or have had supply chain relationships with at least six Chinese companies identified as using or benefiting from Uyghur forced labor. Another report saying mining company Dynasty Gold's operations in the province of Xinjiang with a population of nearly 11 million Uyghurs did the same. Those people they God keep damn. saying yeah, many. They keep saying the word Uyghur a lot. You notice that? Like they yeah. really like the word Uyghur. It's kind That's of a fun word to say. Uh, I, well, yeah, it's a Uyghur. Like I, I'm really <laughs> like I feel like I'm swinging on a swing while I'm saying it. Like it feels really like joyful. These poor people. 
It's also it's, a, it's a, like if one of those uh, words you're not supposed to say was on a swing and you were pushing it. it was not, <laughs> well, we eager. <laughs> oh, folks, I love this clip because we're dancing a fine, fine line. Tiptoe, tiptoe. And not just working those companies by their own free will. NBC's Keir Simmons has been covering the Uyghur community for years now. With pictures of missing loved ones, every one of these Uyghurs has a story of families torn apart. <laughs> Back in 2019, he visited what China calls re-education camps designed to rid them right, of China claims. Guys, you need to hit up Subway. You need a rebrand. I'm sorry. I know, I know while you're being enslaved in Chinese prison camps is not the time, but you need to refresh. You need to refresh to be fresh, my friend. Jesus Christ. Can we be kind and rewind here, people? And just, uh, <laughs> no, hold back on the Uyghur talk here. <laughs> We're going to just I mean, soften those arms The guy said that so, <laughs> the way he said it. I just didn't like it. I finally understood the N-word. I don't know. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I get it. It's the way you say it, you know? Yes. yes. There's an energy so there. So much hate. <laughs> These Uyghurs, whoa, buddy! It's not like I'm trying to date your daughter, man. Like, get out of here, all right? Come whoa. on. This is so outrageous. I only use that word when it's just me and my brother. Man. <laughs> not when the mic's on. <laughs> this is horrible what's happening to these people, but, man, I can't get What's the count now? I think we're at, like, 15 Uyghurs already. <laughs> I, I, I have thought zero times about you being enslaved. I have this whole clip. I'm thinking about what you're calling yourselves. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like that little country in uh, Africa. Let me see. Niger? <laughs> really? I mean, come on, guys. Let's go with the times. Oh, dude, it's the new Turk IE. It's Nigeri. We sure. I got the tumbiri. All right, so uh, tumbiri. Tumbiri. All right, so I again, we're at a high count on Uyghurs here. This again. <laughs> right, tread lightly, Frank, because this is. I just feel like they're they're uh, only telling this story because they really like saying a specific word. Starts. <laughs> the director, in a rare on-camera description, tells us they prevent terrorist thoughts from developing. We focus on changing their minds, he says. But many Uyghurs say they are concentration camps. And the U.S. State Department says more than... Is there than anything scarier Uyghurs than the government being like, no, 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 we just put them in this camp and we changed their mind. That's right. Check in with uh, how did Australia do during 2020? They kind of did the same thing there. They had these nice little oh. camps. They held you in there until you proved your vaccination status or that you were you know, free of COVID-19. And, uh, yeah. hey, come and here, you know, they came in a Muslim. <laughs> Stupid. And we send them out a Christian. Or no, Buddhist, whatever they are. Buddhist? What is China? China. What do they want them to be? Who's I... not enslaved in China? That's the better question. Well, all the people are. They're all on a social credit system and digital For sure. lifestyle. Like the... During COVID, a lot of people were locked out of their own homes because they were in testing curve. Right, but there's got to be like, like, like here in America, we have Democrats. They're the truly free people. They do whatever they want. That's right. You're, they can who say whatever the they want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Who, who are the Democrats of China? 
that own the media, own all the, you know. Oh, the Pooh Bears. Or I yeah, don't know. Right, <laughs> so right. Whoever follows, uh, it's pro- probably the elitists, right? Like the, the who, oligarchs who the of winners? China. Yeah. Yeah. They got to have oligarchs, right? Yeah, that's or probably. Or are they just like military leaders that. You see here, we know nothing about China. Nothing. I was just about to say that. Props to you, China. You do a good job of just staying out the news. That's right. They uh, infiltrate our society and culture through their technology and the apps and mess with us and turn us all trans and crazy and hateful and spiteful of each other and the other. And, uh, you know, and then meanwhile, the we, know, we know nothing about what's going on there, how their culture, you know, engages each other. I think they have a heavy class system. And, you know, there are people that are in deep, extreme poverty and then there are a very small percentage of people who live very lavish and fantastical lifestyles for sure absolutely for sure it's got to be and i i could only presume that it's the 99 percent of the people there that live in poverty and slave-like conditions and work endlessly and uh you know kind of sounds a little bit like america right it's a little bit but uh Mm. the uyghurs are in in the strangest way, I guess, treated worse than the rest of the people. They are enslaved in these work camps. We've seen images of them too, right? Are these the these are the people that are like in those open prisons where they're just baking in the sun and sitting there, right? I think they're just like mining cobalt. I think you're right. Yeah, they're making our iPhones. So uh, yeah, they're getting the rare, rare earth metals that we need. That's right, folks. Dude, man, podcast. Brought to you by the Uyghurs, and we thank you for listening. <laughs> 17, and the Department of Labor estimates that of those, nearly 100,000 may be working in forced labor conditions. They are forced to work just like a robot. They are not allowed to speak with their own NATO language. They are not allowed to practice any religious duties. Both Nike and Dynasty Gold did not return NBC's request for comment on the allegations regarding See, and this is labor. where the Democrats but- of America have ruined it. Because I hear that, and I'm thinking... Okay, do they not let you practice any cultural or religious th- practices? Or do they not want you taking five breaks a day to pray for 15 minutes? <laughs> because <laughs> wow. as a boss, you oh, know? Yeah. Time is money, people. Let us not forget. And it's not only that, it's not only that. I don't care what you're doing during that time. The minute all the employees see you taking five breaks, they want five breaks. Wow. Right? Yeah. It's only fair. Well, I don't pray, but I'm, I, I should be able to go smoke. This is true. You know, I <clears throat> was never one to take smoke breaks, really, um, unless when I was you know, a smoking guy. But typically, you know, I don't know. I, I don't really encounter the, well, I'm going to take this break because of that break. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, is that really a thing in our world these days thing. where yes, people are, very, like, comparing break yes. times and... Yes. Right. Yes. Like, if oh, dude, that's if you why wanna, we have then, unions so you, that they can negotiate your fifteen minute wow. fucking break. I I get one fifteen before, one fifteen after, and I get my thirty in between. It's like insane, people. Oh yeah, I remember taking over um, a position, and the guy said, "This is where I take my ten minute break." And I was like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I work till lunch. I take a lunch, and then I work till I go home. That's what I do. I like a lot of times, I don't even take lunch. No." You know, I didn't have a lunch today. You gotta sometimes just work and hustle, man. Like who, who, hustle. Who lives their life by these set time frames? Like if you're doing that to yourself, you're enslaving yourself to the system. 
You know what's really interesting about like living with your grandma is just the insight of like an elder, you know? Oh yeah. And uh we were watching the news eating dinner the other day and they were talking about how like uh I forgot what they called it. You know they always come up with like these cutesy terms and it was like teenage retirement or something. Uh, it's like this wait, wait, wait. This, uh, teen teenage retirement or twenties retire. Or tw- I forgot what they called it, but it was like this thing where like these young. So you're like you're in your like nineteen, you're like early twenties, and you just decide you're not really you're not really working, and you're not really going to school. They're kind of just like enjoying this life, right? So it's kind of like they're retired before they go into the workforce. You, oh, know, what yeah. I mean? you know how they always try to like cutesy it up. Yeah. Really, you're just a lazy piece of shit who needs yeah. to grow up and go to work. But according to, like, NPR, you know? Yeah, man. But uh, anyways, and then their whole, their whole spin on it was instead of, like, going and just spending those years, like, working this shitty job at, like, Starbucks or whatever, they're gaining life lessons. And I don't remember. But I just remember Nona's take on it was... You can never get that time back. You can never get your body back to where it was. If you don't hustle when you're young, you'll never be able to hustle later on. Wow. Sage advice. And, Absolutely. And so, and so if you just if you just give that up when you're young, you that's it. You'll never catch up. Yeah, you'll never man. catch up. And I was like, wow, you know? Yeah. I talk about all the time where like I'm kind of in a bad spot. I'm 35. I'm this and that, but it's like as much as I wasted my time, I did accumulate skills and knowledge and experience that is now giving me, that has now opened doors that I never dreamed would be open, you know? Yeah, definitely, but it's just possible some people need mental health first aid, man. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. But uh, <laughs> she was more... Uh, she was more saying, like, what she's saying is true. Is like, when you're 19, you're living at home. Dude, that's when you go be the apprentice for $18 an hour, and you're busting your ass, and dude, you're going through, you're paying the dues. You know what I mean? It's going to be really hard when you're 35 and you're trying to pay those dues. It's almost impossible. You, you know? need to build that strength, the muscle of endurance, you know? But not, uh, not, not only that, dude, when you're, when you're 35, you're a first-year apprentice just like the other the 19 year old but there's so much more expected out of you but my, right like our that, teens that man. 19 year old gets to be a 19 year old kid and learn how to be a plumber you know it's like that's that time you do it whereas this, the 35 year olds you know i'm lucky because i don't have kids but the other guys they got a wife they got kids and they're getting the shitty pay and they're trying to pay their dues you know what i mean it's like when you're 35 whether you want it or not there's so much more expectation you have so much more responsibility by the time you hit that 35, you should be well beyond that phase. No, the you modern know, so the a, modern age doesn't live that way, man. We're uh, they're weak. They can't handle. That's it. the problem, dude. If you're retiring at 19, what, what you're fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> then you dude, this has been on the dagger for a while. I think you're going to really like this. Though. I can't wait. First aid <laughs> mental health? Yes, dude. I'm telling you it's right on with, with what you're talking about. Kids retiring at 19, my God, then this all makes sense to me. And now we're going to go to a recent CDC. Oh, oh Fred, I <laughs> my seatbelt. 
Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, folks. We got G-Force wins. There's going to be some... The tornadoes were over. <laughs> Holy shit. One just touched out in Orange. <laughs> Crazy turbulence. There's no doubt about it. Ooh, Michael. <laughs> finding that one third of high school students are experiencing poor mental health. One school in Iowa started the program to give kids the coping skills they need, hoping to prevent those issues before they begin. Belinda Shea is a high school counselor at Alta Aurelia in Alta, Iowa, which consists of approximately 200. Yeah, they gave Michael Strahan his own news what segment, dude. Who wrote approximately in Michael Strahan's prompter? <laughs> you're gonna this love this. Was... You're gonna love this whole thing, dude. I told you it's three syllables or less. We can only do one S. <laughs> one S, people. <laughs> Student. The teen mental health program is designed to help teens respond appropriately to their peers. So we thought that would be a great thing for us to implement into our health program. I think it gives them a way to talk about mental health, um, hopefully take away some of that stigma that we hear or that we know about mental health. The program assists teens by providing them with an action plan First, by identifying the challenges they're experiencing, <laughs> then in discovering the tools. <laughs> Can we get an action plan for Michael? He needs to learn English. He needs to learn English. Let's get an action plan. A graduating senior at Alta Aurelia High God School. God damn. Mason says First the action, fix a those teeth. difference in his life. During the mental health first aid program, we were thinking about you know, negative thoughts, positive thoughts, and how. Yeah, listen here, kid. You don't know this, but you're gay. <laughs> it's going to be fine. You're going to love college. Next. I noticed myself. <laughs> actually, actually, as a matter of fact, as you, on your way out the door, just go ahead and pass that info along to every other fag in line. And uh, my schedule just cleared up. I just solved all their problems. All right. A negative thought. I noticed myself worrying less about uncertainty in my life. Sophomore Lily Schillenberg said the program has made him more they literally picked a student named Shelly Schellenberg. Schellenberger. Did you catch that shit? Dude, this is a fucking... Some... Did you hear the name of the school? Alianvata, Alianvata, Vermont. Like, what the fuck? Who, who, who did this to this poor guy? Uncertainty in my life. Sophomore Lily Schillenberg said the program would make her more confident in talking about mental health. During the class, we were told, like, if you How many times did they record this? The this is the best editing I've ever seen in my life. Holy shit. I feel bad for the post on this crew. Jesus Christ. Oh, That's actually what ignited the writer strike. They had to, like, they, <laughs> they weren't paid the overtime. They weren't overtime, dude. Is it's okay to not be okay. In Iowa school, said it's seen a positive change. <laughs> in the family conversations that are 
Peggy Iowa schools says the city. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, are definitely happy that we're, we're discussing some of these things and we're having these open conversations. The huge part of this program is oh not only God. examining or discovering some of the oh, mental yeah. health challenges that we have, but talking so very much about the supports that are available and how people can feel better when they experience some of these challenges. All right. Uh, first of all, we are a weak society. First aid for oh, mental God, health. so terrible. I knew that would get lost in this madness. Uh, dude, Michael Strahan got played by his staff right there. That script, oh, I think so there was an S in every single word, dude. At least one. Uh, every syllable. <laughs> so boring. I can't believe <laughs> like, at first I was like, wow, they gave Michael Strahan a clip? Like, he's, we've clipped a lot of GMA. He leads in, never does the full thing. Dude, they did him dirty. And the school the staff st- says that Shelly Schellenberg, what the fuck? Sophomore Shelly Schellenberg, are you kidding me? Dude, that's not a, that's not a real person. That's a totally fake name. They, they, they messed with him on this one. I think, the, 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 all the video is probably CGI on that. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, that's why they had him read it, so that nobody would listen. Because the actual story is insane. <laughs> yes. We really... <laughs> Dude, yeah. I just remember being a 16-year-old kid and adults looking at me and being like, you're 16. What could, you, what could possibly be depressed about? You'll figure it you out. Know? Life will play you're itself gonna... out. You're so young. You know, it's... Jeez, man. We need to be toughened up, man. We need to toughen these kids up. Man. Stop <laughs> listening to them. Stop telling them to express their feelings and talk about it. Just deal with it. They I don't know. Don't There's something it. going on, man. When I was 16, I you know I wanted to work so I could earn enough cash to get the car, so I could have enough cash to also pay you know for gas for the car, and then eventually, hopefully, I'd meet a girl who'd like me because I had the car, and then maybe someday <laughs> I'd get laid. You know, like that was like the whole. That's the whole. Th- thing isn't it i don't know like uh what happened to that yeah, but the man? girls don't even like you because you got the car they like you because of what the car says so this is a guy who is maturing you know when you're 16 you actually went and got your license you actually went and got a car like that's you know maybe if these dudes <laughs> were more focused on you know doing stuff and earning money and playing sports and you know I don't know. Everyone got so weak and soft. And hey, look, this could be a result of the Me Too movement now, right? We have this new generation of young fellas. They're in their teens. They have zero ability or, you know, and there's no lessons being taught to them on how to approach women because their fathers, everything they knew about approaching women now is considered, you know, uh, inappropriate. Half of them, their father got a tit job and now is a woman. (laughs) That's right, dude. (laughs) They're a tucker. That's right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you, you might be right about that, actually. That's kind of freaky. Uh, yeah, dude. It's, so- ins- it's insane to think that, like, the crazy people we knew and still know, like, they're, they're raising kids. It's insane. I don't know. You and know, they still think the way they, I don't know. Get the kids back in sports or Did something. Did you see that picture I sent you of the bubble? The bubble. Dude, I was working at a school... And yes. I had to go into this, like, the back COVID, room. The COVID this, bubble, man. Yeah. I had to go into this back room, and it almost, it, like, literally startled me. Because I, like, go into this storage room, and there's this, like, it's a PVC-framed cube wrapped in plastic, in, like, a thick <laughs> plastic. Yes, With 
with silver air ducts going, like aluminum air ducts tied in, and it's hooked up to a HEPA filter, and there's two desks with chairs inside it. Wow. That cube, they, they put like 10 of them in a classroom. So two kids would literally walk in, go walk into the classroom, go into this little cube, zipper themselves down the, down the HEPA filter would be turned on. Then after all the kids were in these little bubbles with HEPA filters, then the teacher would walk in the room. Wow. They'd like, I guess they tried it out for a little bit of time. That was what the teacher union wanted every school in Chicago to do before the teachers came back to class in the, class learning. That is the new normal that they wanted. Imagine if that actually went through, man. Did you see how creepy that thing looked? Very. It looked like a medieval torture device. It literally, like when George Costanza chokes the bubble boy. Yes, it's very similar. That was literally but literally, like, dude. Something more, I, uh, honestly, more creepy and torturistic about it. Maybe because the plastic had been removed on some level, it looked like. Uh, no, it was all there. It was all there. Was all wow, there. that thing was a yeah. freaky little torture chamber, man. That's not good for little people to pee in. That, that psychologically, that's just horrifying. And have you ever heard a HEPA filter? I I heard about them during the pandemic. I but remember. Have you ever heard one going? No, no. Dude, these kids would have heard nothing but. <laughs> that's so funny. Like Darth Vader. And then you, you got two kids sitting in this fucking bubble all day. Like, come on, if man. You, well, dude, if you want to understand the retardation of 2020 and 2021, especially. Uh, it was the, I'm going to walk in with the mask, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to remove the mask, because I'm sitting at this level, I'm eating. No mask I is know. safe, but now I'm going to stand up, put on the mask. We were retarded, oh, cheap, so and we were almost led to our demise. Maybe we were with those poison shots, we will never know. But, man, what a, uh, what a stupid time we went through, and good call, that bubble. Uh, that thing, I hope it survives the the test of time so future generations can see uh, the folly of our era they'll dig it up and be like what the fuck is this <laughs> yes. well my dear son this is what they tortured children in in the 20th <laughs> i should have carved the hieroglyph on the wall <laughs> yeah you should have put a little nazi symbol in there you know just a little swastika <laughs> you, know I, you know i was watching this like egypt thing the other day and i just thought about it like we did it with that we we launched a couple satellites we sent them outside of our, our they're i think they're outside the solar system now the voyagers uh, yeah and they're just going out and what did we do we put symbols on them that we felt could be deciphered by anybody right that's right man and then i was thinking about like what if that's what's like on these pyramids what if it was like they dumbed it down as much as they possibly could, and we're just—we still can't get it. <laughs> yes, because we're because like, there's literally a there's literally like a picture of a hundred guys pulling a rope with a with a giant cube at the end of that rope. It's like maybe that is just how they built the pyramids. They even drew it for you. Oh, 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 o